Yeah. The Bar Podcast. Uh, Biblical uh, Reform, let's uh, go. Uh, yeah. Uh, Welcome to the bar. Come on and pull up a seat. And open up your Bible. What a wonderful feast. The living bread. And we're discussing what it means for the streets. The inner cities and the burbs and every person we meet. That's where we challenge worldviews that we hear from world news. In light of the scripture, yeah, we are here to serve you. We're your source for resources to help you on your way as you battle mean forces. Yo, this is for the people who can see the importance of sound theology and the scripture that support it. Yeah, this is for the truth lovers, biblically reforming, preaching Christ to the nations. Yeah. Welcome to the modern reformation. Yeah. Welcome everybody to the bar. It's Boyd Wayne in the building right back in here another Tuesday. Super excited as always be coming through your speakers, through your earbuds, wherever you listen to the bar. We're grateful that you're listening. And I love to start the show the same way, man, by thanking the listeners. Thank you guys for tuning into the bar, checking out the bar, telling your friends about this podcast, man. Super excited. And like I do every week, I bring in awesome guests. But before I get into my awesome mess, my guests, I could not go for it without shouting out my man, David, from Expositor Word, filling in for me, man. This dude, he has all my cues. He has my intro. He is killing the game. And he's giving you amazing guests, people that I haven't even been able to get get on the show. He's pulling out all the stops. So big shout out to him. Big shout out to my man, Nick, uh, in the post-production and also my girl, uh, uh, Jessica. I'm sorry, Jessica Clark. Make sure if you got any video needs, you holler at her. Um, Man, so this brother that I got today for you guys, we've been chasing each other for a couple months. Finally got him tied down and, and locked down. We have on my brother, Justin. What's up, my friend? Hey, Dwayne. It's good to uh, good to talk to you, and man, you're really professional at this. Oh. Like you're really good at it. Um, Thank you, brother. <laughs> it, uh, kind of shames me, embarrasses me a little bit. Uh, it's weird <laughs> to be interviewed. Usually, yes. I'm do, I'm asking the questions and um, trying to sound professional myself. So, and I feel bad. Like your friend is killing it, getting the guests, and then you end up with me. I don't know what that says about you. So I think that, I think you may need to step up your game a little bit. Well, listen, so. man, I've been doing this for, man, about to be six years. Uh, yeah. I, I've had my hand in heavy hitters and, and, and brother, you're a heavy hitter in my book. So I feel like I'm winning. <laughs> yeah, right. It's <laughs> right. You don't have to lie to your, you don't have to lie to your listeners. Uh, no, man, it's no, it, it, it's, you know, what, one thing that this podcast has taught me, bro, like probably like the first, first couple of episodes, you know, a lot of times we get caught up in, you know, the big names, man. And, and there's a lot of people yeah. in the trenches doing amazing work. And, uh, and that actually changed the trajectory of this podcast. Whenever I had a conversation with my man, Paul uh, Van Tilly, he was the former owner of our, was it Righteous Wretch? Yeah, he was a former owner of Righteous Wretch. And I asked him, I was like, who's your favorite pastor? Because I was in the whole charismatic mindset, like, you know, because I came out of that world, like, who's your favorite? You know, he was like, bro, I like my my local pastor, like the guy I listen to every week, you know, he pours into me, whatever. And so that changed my trajectory. And so that makes you, Justin, a heavy right. hitter, man. Let's, I so, appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> so let's jump right in, my friend. I know okay. you say you used to interviewing people, but I'm going to give you an opportunity to kind of, you know, talk a little bit about yourself. Let us know who you are, what you do, and then we'll go from there. Okay. Wow. That, that's uh, where to start. Let's see. I'll just say I am the associate pastor at Princeton Bible Church in Princeton, Illinois. Um, right now, my ministry looks like uh, Tuesdays through Fridays, teaching the Bible for sixth, seventh, and eighth grade and high school. Um, also on Wednesday nights, I teach God's word to junior high and high school students too. And then I get 
preaching opportunities as well throughout the week. So just a lot of Bible preparation. Um, before that, my wife and I were in Papua New Guinea. We were uh, church planters with New Tribes Mission, uh, working in an unreached people group. And so uh, my wife was a, a, a studied linguistics and was preparing to put together an alphabet for people that didn't have an alphabet and couldn't wow. read and write in their own language. And so um, we were in Papua New Guinea for two years. And then my my daughter got really, really sick. And there were some other health issues going on in the family. And so New Tribes just said, well, why don't you guys think about, we don't really have the infrastructure to help you in a tribal location through these through this illness. We had to go in and out of the tribe over and over again. Um, and that was very costly and very difficult um, going back and forth to the base. And so we said basically, okay, you know, we will go home and God opened the door to my home church and um, the pastor that was the associate pastor that discipled me was now in the senior pastor role. And I took the associate pastor role. And so it's just, talk about loving the church and just um, loving godly men who may not have big names and may not be able to go from podcast to podcast. Um, my senior pastor, Curtis Odell, just poured his life into me as a junior higher and a high schooler. And, um, and now I get to do that as well with that same hope that God's word, um, God's word builds his church. And, um, and I want to, by God's grace, bring a young man um, into that same position that I was brought into where he's, he's biblically qualified for eldership one day. And so that's anyways, that's just in summary where, where I am now. And I wouldn't change it for the world. Um, a lot of people ask, you know, will you ever pursue a senior pastor role or go plant a church somewhere else um, in the States? And I can honestly say I am really content here. Um, I have not really thought about it because I just, I love, I love serving side by side with, with, uh, Curtis. That is, that's, that's a, this is a dream job for me. I love it, bro. I love it. Now that so many layers, bro. So many layers. Um, <laughs> like what direction yeah. I want to take this man. But, uh, first off, man, um, you know, I, I want you to kind of go back and talk about, you know, the, the, you know, being on mission, you know, uh, and, and that whole experience, uh, and, and then we'll transition to, to where you are now. Cause I definitely got a lot of questions about that, but let, let's kind of paint the picture of what things were like and what you experienced and, uh, and even how, you know, God did some amazing things over there as well. Sure. Well, we have a lot going on in America and I don't want to, I don't want to denigrate that. Um, sure. And but it's really easy to lose sight of what what God is doing overseas to in very hard to reach places. Um, God is building his church in some of the most unlikely places in the world, including in places like Papua New Guinea. In Papua New Guinea, there are um, roughly 800 distinct languages, 600 of them or so still are unreached. Um, they're all very, um, they're separated by mountains and, um, some of them are still very much living in the stone age. And, um, so in junior high, a, a missionary named Brad Buser, um, 
who actually his son is with Radius now, Radius International. And I see him every year at Shepherd's Conference. But Brad Buser um, gave a message at a youth conference that my wife and I attended. We were boyfriend, girlfriend at the time and just laid it out and said, hey, listen, he said, God is not on the list for you. I mean, that's not mm-hmm. what discipleship is. Um, he's not even at the top of the list. God is the list. And he laid out, you know, these realities that <clears throat> there are very few going, um, very few willing to go. And God has called us to go into all the world and make disciples. What are you going to do about it? Um, mm-hmm. And that, of course, caused us to really think and reconsider just our lives and where we were headed. Um, there's a lot of light in America, even though right now, obviously, we look around in the um you know, woke ideology is everywhere you look, um, you know, even on beer cans now, apparently. Um, But relatively compared to the rest of the world, America has a lot of light. And so um, why not go places, trust the Lord to use the little life you have and go places that are difficult to reach um, to people who are asking for God's word. And that was one of the things that really um, caused Deb and I to really um, look into going overseas is there. We read letters from from tribes in Papua New Guinea begging New Tribes Mission to send missionaries because they want to hear God's talk and they know their people are dying and going to hell. Um, They know they're dying in their sin. And they're they're also maybe their neighbors have been reached. And they're seeing that um, their neighbors aren't afraid of of witchcraft anymore they're not afraid mm-hmm. of the sorcerers they're not afraid that their ancestors are gonna gonna kill them uh, because they don't do their their practices the right way and so they they're wondering why are my neighbors not in fear after hearing god's talk hearing god's god's word and why are we still um living every day just in terror of our of our ancestors so um all of that just kind of came together hearing from brad buser and just the realities of of, of the Great Commission that that there's so much darkness still left in the world to to bring um, the gospel to. So that that kind of pushed Deb and I to go. And we chose Papua New Guinea because that's where Brad Buser was. We moved in. Um, we learned the national culture. So we learned talk pigeon, which is a really funny uh, language. It sounds like baby talk, but that's how everyone communicates in Papua New Guinea. Wow. Um, I can give I can give you a little bit of a of course reading. <laughs> Uh, oh, brother, me amamas lo look in you. You sit him down and you amamas lo look in me. I just told you, like, hi, hello, you're sitting and you're happy to see me, um, and I'm happy to see you. So it's really, it's like you can catch it pretty quickly. That's the national sure. language. And so you you learn that first, and then you move into a tribe, and then you learn the tribal language. And that's obviously much more difficult. Sure. Um, the tribal language is really hard, and we learned it, and I learned it in about a year, and I got to start um, working, you know, doing evangelism, some discipleship, and because there's already just a baby church there in the Kuman tribe um, for missionaries that had come in the past. And um, just about that time, the Lord called us back home. So, Got it. yeah, that's, that's true. Okay. I love it. I appreciate you going back and touching on that and walking us through that journey, man. I know a lot of people will find that interesting and it may even inspire somebody to, uh, to jump into that, man. That's yeah. We can't go just because we can't go. Doesn't mean you can't. Exactly. Exactly. Um, And I always, I tell my wife and I tell others, Hey, we tried. 
Yeah. Um, it wasn't that we didn't try. Um, yep. And some people don't don't even consider that reality. And so if exactly. you're listening to the bar podcast, one of the coolest podcasts <laughs> in the universe, thousands, maybe millions of listeners, maybe mm-hmm. one of you will consider going to Papua New Guinea um, and taking God's word there. Yep. Uh, I'll, I'll PayPal you after this. <laughs> <laughs> but no, man. Um, so let, let's transition, bro. Let's transition. Um, you know, just going into uh, pretty much student ministry. Um, yeah. And in today's world, you know, we're talking about, you know, beer cans and, and things like that, man. Talk about your experience and, uh, and bringing, uh, you know, biblical teaching, you know, because what I'm finding is, you know, a lot of young people, have bad theology because their parents have bad theology or have a bad understanding of who God is or who Christ is, man. So talk about that experience and and just, you know, what, what it's been like and, and, and what you're seeing. It's true. Um, and I think there's such a misunderstanding of the role of those who, who preach or teach God's word to the young people. Um, my role is not to be uh, the child's parent. I'm not the primary discipler of the child. I am my responsibility. I'm a supplement. And I, and I explain that to the, to the, to the kids all the time. I'm a supplement because your parents love you and and want you to hear God's word. That's, that's my role. Um, I want, I want to teach God's word. That's what I do. I preach in season and out of season, whether junior hires or high schoolers, wherever I am. Um, But I'm not the, I Wednesday nights do not replace the church. This is not a church service. Um, and so that's, that's a bit of a challenge. I've had to just kind of walk them through and shepherd through shepherd them through, you know, what their role is. If, if they've truly trusted Christ as savior, um, mm-hmm. if they truly believed him to be their Lord and master, then they'll love the church. Um, and so I've, I've said that explicitly and I've said that implicitly too, um, just in my, in my teaching again, I, as you know, and so many of your listeners, they're listening to you because of this reality, but, um, the word is just doing the work and I'm not, we don't do anything special. Um, I'm not doing, I'm not, we play games, we have fun, we're energetic, man, I love the guys. I, I, I disciple them one-on-one. We have so much fun and I want them to have a ton of fun when they come to youth group, because I want them to see joy and I want them to, I want them to laugh. I want there to be levity. Like that's so important. And, um, it, but then we have a, then we teach for 30 minutes and I open up, we're walking through Philippians now. Um, and we teach for 30 minutes. We have small groups and we walk through what this looks like in a young man's life. And, um, and so that's, that's Wednesday nights and, and, um, that that's what it looks like. And, and I do want to just, your friends do, uh, everyone who listens knows that the, the God's word leads in all of this, but I do want to emphasize there needs to be laughter in mm. in the church too. Please have fun, right? <laughs> please smile and right. and please enjoy one another because because our our Savior sits in the heavens, Psalm one ten. He is seated at the right hand of the Father. We have right. won, man. And and there's a lot of sad things that happen in this world. We're under the curse. Right. But there's also just there's room for joy and laughter. I love it. Um, and so I I. We have fun. We have fun. Nah, that's dope, man. Uh, I am a 
uh, want to have fun kind of guy. Like I'll tell people, I can only be serious for about two minutes, and then is a joke's coming. Like I, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I don't know any other man, but no, that's that's super cool, man. And um, and you know, and I appreciate you bringing out that aspect, you know, because a lot of people don't understand the fact that. First of all, you know, you're you're not it's not your responsibility to disciple children. That that was I was looking for my applause over here. I was gonna try to hit a button. Come on. <laughs> yeah. I wanted the applause. The bar applause. That's right, it. right, right. But then, you know, just the aspect of uh, you know, having fun, you know, not making it a drag. And 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 I'm sure the, the children and the kids, the boys, they they appreciate that, you know, because you know, they may not be used to that when they think about it. If church. you're if if you're an elder in an elders meeting, you know, you deal with a lot of like right now at our church, we're dealing with a lot of stuff. We're dealing with people with cancer. We're dealing with um, church discipline issues right now. And it's easy to be in that elders meeting and just, it just feels so dark in the, you know, so much weight on your shoulders. I would encourage you to look for ways to, to bring humor into the elders elders group, not to be a goof off, not to be a jokester, <laughs> not to draw attention, but to just help everyone to breathe. Yeah. <laughs> help everyone to breathe. I and love I've, it. I've noticed that in the last few weeks that we've met as elders is the Lord has just put on my heart through prayer that that's kind of along with, uh, oh, along with overseeing the church body. That's kind of my role a little bit in that yeah. elders group is to just find little, find little ways to, to be goofy. I love and, it. And, and, um, I'm sure you notice it as you, as you interview certain people, they take themselves really seriously and that's okay too, because you have a very serious role. Sure. Um, but I'm learning as I get older, like I, I just can't take myself that seriously. <laughs> I'm not right. that special. Right. Um, God is what is I'm in Christ. That's I'm right. a new creation. And, um, there's really all I have is him. And that means there's some freedom there for us reformed guys to not always be fighting and not always slashing, um, not always wrangling about words, but, um, we need to have some fun. I love it. Yes, sir. That's <laughs> telling you that's right up my alley, bro. For sure. Good deal. So right here, we're going to take a quick break. Then we'll be right back. At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place by working more efficiently, by using more sustainable practices, by developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, We're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. All right, we're back in here with my brother, Justin, man. And just this side of the podcast, where we do the bar signature questions. These are three questions I ask all of my guests. Even cool. David asked the same questions, uh, which is super cool, man. I promise. Does I he ask them as good as you do? I have no. I mean, you know, <laughs> there's only one. No, but, you're the you know. dude. You're the OG, <laughs> OG, right? So, so I'm, you, I'm the single the OG. Chris Arzn is the the triple OG. That's that's oh. that's my OG. You know, shout out to <laughs> awesome. Iron Sharpens Iron. Um, cool. But yeah, so the bar signature question, first signature bar question is: 
What kind of music do you listen to? Oh man, awesome! Um, all right, please don't get panned. No judgment. This no is the get, bar, no, bro. No, no one gets mad. This is, okay, I love Incubus. Okay, ah. I, have you heard of that? They're like an alternative rock band, <laughs> mid '90s into the 2000s. So yep. I listen to like I listen to a lot of their music. Um, Science, I love that album. Um, I love. Uh, Nice to know you. That's another great album too. Um, so, anyways, just just a lot of Incubus. Um, I also listen to some more indie music, and okay. my high schoolers and college students get really annoyed when we're taking car car rides, and I'll flip on people like Copeland, or um, I'll turn on um, the Deer Hunter, not Deer Hunter like heavy metal, <laughs> but the Deer Hunter with right. D E A R. Um, I love them too. And then uh, most recently, I've really gotten into, um, oh, what's the band's name? Um, Young the Giant. I've, I've listened to them a lot, too. So okay. anyways, probably not any bands that people are like, oh, super excited about. I'm not a Taylor <laughs> Swift guy or anything like that. Um, I, those, I don't think anybody has ever said Taylor Swift on this podcast, just so you know. No, I won't say it. I'm not saying it. No way. <laughs> Got you, bro. All right. Next thing is your bar question is what book or books are you currently reading? Book or books. Um, I'm working through right now, the fear of God by John Bunyan. I'm doing that because um, I'm putting a little plug in. There is the uh, truth for every man conference coming up in Springfield, Illinois. And I'm giving a, a I'm giving a talk on um, the fear of God versus the fear of man. So I've been working through a lot of books in that, realm and that theme, just understanding um, what it means to fear God. What are the results of fearing God? John Bunyan is probably the best author on the topic. Um, There's so many books written about it, but he's probably right up there, right next to like Jerry Bridges. He's got a really nice book on the fear of God. Um, And I'm just soaking that whole topic in, which is really interesting because our church is going through some tumultuous times. And I am naturally a man pleaser. So I like, I don't like conflict. And so um, it's causing me to really reassess, uh, reassess my interactions and, and walking always in the sight of God under his, under his gaze. So I think those would be my, my main answers. Love it. I love it. All right. Last thing to bar question is what uh, podcasts or sermons do you listen to? Podcasts or sermons. The Bar Podcast um, is the greatest podcast <laughs> probably ever known to man. Um, I'm surprised they actually keep making, allowing podcasts after yours. Stop, uh, really, man. truly, I, I met, I think you one time that I listened and I heard him speak for the first time. And I'm like, Hey, I like that guy. Um, and one time you did it really early on, you did an interview with Mark Dever. Yes. Um, that was powerful. Yeah. That was power. And he, he gave you a little bit of spanking, not a real mean one, He but he, he was a little corrective and pastoral. Very. I like that. I like that one. Very pastoral, very like he actually spanked me before we even went live. Like as soon as we got on the, the call, he was like, okay, uh, what are you guys doing? What church you belong to? How can I be praying for you? I was like, hey, yeah. my name is Dwayne. Like <laughs> he's legit. Yeah. So yeah. sure, that was great sure thing, man. So, uh, yeah, I love that one. I love the bar podcast. Don't know if, thank you. if you've ever heard of it. Um, that's really good. <laughs> um, 
And oh, I'm gonna get in trouble for this one. Okay. I like to listen to Pardon My Take. Uh, <laughs> and sometimes it's not not the cleanest podcast, but it's a sports podcast with a with a couple with a couple guys, Big Cat and PMT. Yeah. And uh they always make me laugh. So nice. Um I appreciate the laid backness of it. But um uh, I don't recommend it for everybody. But if you like sports and you like to laugh from time to time, every once in a while I like to turn that one on. As far as like sermons. Of course, I'm listening a lot to Paul Washer recently, um, mm. and I do that while I play basketball. So I just I, I like to shoot around um, between classes to get some exercise in, so I'm not fat and I get skinnier. <laughs> um, so Paul Washer helps me stay pumped up. Nice, nice. I, I I've never thought to shoot hoops to Paul Washer, so that is Dude, it's, uh... you should try it. <laughs> it's pretty intense you might even i've even like cried a little bit while i was like working on my turnaround fadeaway jumper so yeah i love it that I was love weird it. well listen justin man this has been fun uh I'll, I'll say i am pleasantly surprised uh how fun it's been man um i, oh, I knew i knew i wanted to have you on and you even second guessed me and everything but uh, I was glad we was able to make this happen. Um, and I always like to leave a l- little room at the end, man. Any words of encouragement, anything you want to say as we close, even though you had a nice one before the break talking about, you know, humor, but anything you want to say before we close, man, and let people know how they can find you and shout out who you want to shout out. All right. Yeah. Listen, listen to men like Daryl B. Harrison, listen to men like Owen Strand, Dustin Bench, um, Nathaniel Jolly, listen to these guys. Um, find them on Twitter. Kind of, if you're on social media, this is this is what I've done. I've created a bit of a a bit of a bubble, and that's okay um, to pr- kind of protect myself from all of the drama and all the infighting. Maybe it's the SBC stuff, drama happening there. It's okay. You can actually use go to lists on Twitter and create lists. Dwayne is on one of my lists. Okay. Mm, sorry. And everything. <laughs> so his Instagram is immediately posted to Twitter. Um, and so yeah. I don't really hear what he's saying, but that's nope. okay. He's on my list. Um, and that protects you from, I mean, you know, that, that helps everything stay chronological, you know, in your timeline. And it just keeps you from seeing things you don't really care about. Mm. So make lists on Twitter, listen to godly men, put yourself in that kind of, in that kind of bubble in that kind of realm. And then finally, invest in the local church and keep praying about unreached people groups. I'll leave it there. I love it, bro. Appreciate you again for coming on, man. Uh, Definitely been fun Uh, to the bar listeners. Thank you guys for sticking around, man. Tuning into the bar, all of these changes and replays and fill ins and all of that, man. We appreciate you guys sticking around and uh, supporting us, continue to support us. Uh, We definitely want to, uh, continue to let this thing keep going, man. Uh, at one time I thought it was going to stop. Uh, but you know, I hate to sound like my old charismatic days, but God said something else. (laughs) (laughs) He decided to keep it going, man. And so, uh, we're just here for the ride. We're just super grateful. It just reminds me, man, that when I started this thing, uh, it was for his glory. And as we continue to go, it's for his glory, man, has nothing to do with me or what I want, but it's all about what he want, man. So appreciate you guys. Till next time. God bless. And we are out.